name is Chauncey Hilliard. My name is DeQuincy Edwards. And this is my Real Estate Mistakes. So on this uh, episode, we want to talk about what we learned in 2020. 2020 if, mistakes. I know. We're going we're gonna to tell you all the mistakes we had. Everybody know about COVID and the pandemic. And but it's actually with some advantages we got during COVID and the pandemic. So we're going to talk about our advantages, our disadvantages, our mistakes all through 2020. All right. So let's talk about the disadvantages of COVID. Uh, the disadvantages I see. Let's for start me with March. Let's start with March. March. Okay. March 13th is when we kind of officially knew COVID existed and we needed to make a difference. So that's when everyone shut down. Everything was government, I mean, government regulated on that standpoint. Well, see, on, on construction side, we never stopped because mm-hmm. we was, um, on the list for the, um, in our, in our state, in our state. So we never stopped building a construction wise. The disadvantage I ran into is I buy a lot of foreclosures. And when the president stopped foreclosures to be in process and no more foreclosures came on the market, that's some of the disadvantages I had. So the biggest thing you are looking at now is that when you see those disadvantages, you're like, man, am I going to stop work? Because what happened was that these court systems are shut down. So exactly. it's nowhere possible to put these people into foreclosure. And they actually have a protection now. And so how are we going to go through that? Yeah, so I had to change my whole strategy. Exactly. Um, I thought 2020 I was going to do more investment properties, but luckily I do more than just buy investment uh, foreclosures. So the disadvantage I would say initially was that you thought that it was everything when you experienced 2008, you think when the government shut down everything is that it's going to actually have a inverse effect on everything else. Exactly. So my biggest thing would happen was the disadvantage is that kind of your mindset because when you're in that COVID happen, you're kind of like, it's about to happen. So you're waiting on the actual ship to sink. So that disadvantage of that is that having your mindset is that COVID is happening. And you don't know what to do because we didn't know what COVID was. Exactly. So the market, now we know that the banks are not uh, going to actually foreclose on the property. So guess what I did? So, so, so what you did? I had to put my thinking hat because, you know, mortgages still do first of the year, you know? <laughs> so... Instead of getting the foreclosure for the bank, I start looking at properties that were selling as is from sellers who want to close fast. A lot of times, uh, sellers with now how these home inspectors are, they have a million home of repairs they need to do, and a lot of times you don't have money to do the repairs before closing until you get the closing table. So I will come in and say, "Hey, I offer you." Uh, as is offer, you can walk away from it. I don't need anything done. I'm going to do my own repairs. And I've been starting using that strategy, and I got a couple of properties just doing that, just going in as an as-is offer. Like, hey, we can close in 10 to 14 days. I don't need you to, uh, to fix a doorknob. So what happened was is that let's say, let's put some numbers in perspective, and we're going to say 100. So there's 100 foreclosures on the market when COVID happened. Yes. What happened was people, regular people froze. So the people that probably was thinking about selling decided not to sell at mm-hmm. that time. Mm-hmm. So we're going from a market that maybe had 3,000 homes on the market to and continuously increase because for real estate, as you get into the summertime, you actually have more people put homes on the market. So we're coming out of that winter month, going into that summer month, but COVID happened right there in between that time. Springtime. Springtime. Right before springtime. So a lot of people are not putting more houses on the market. So study your actual inventory when it comes to MLS, which is what the realtors use, increasing is actually stay there. So those people are not putting those houses on the market. So inventory actually is starting to decrease versus increase because the banks are not putting houses on the market. 
people are not putting their houses on the market either. So what that caused is that the, the actual supply is actually going down versus going up. But everyone thinks, oh, that's a bad thing. But that's actually a good thing because when supply goes down, demand goes up because interest rates are still at historical low and it actually dropped lower. So I would say interest rate went from like a three to a four to maybe start to go down to a two. Two and a half. So two and a half. So the disadvantage was is that you are actually going into a market that actually is increasing. But when you're in there, you don't see it increasing. You're seeing that we don't have, we're running out of inventory. Uh, I'll say, let's say for the biggest COVID thing that happened was our first big mistake of 2020 was that we were looking at a duplex. Oh, no. It was the perfect oh. duplex. It was about 60, 65% completed. About, actually, no, it was probably about 80%. It's about 80% completed. It was in a downtown area right where you want to buy a high desirable area. Um, Anything about real estate is yes. location, location. Yes. Great area near hospitals, near and everything. Uh, shopping, near restaurants. Right across the street happening. from the school. Yes. And I have been eyeing this property for about four years. Exactly. And it was a it was a fully brick duplex. Mm -hmm. uh, it was about two thousand for each unit. Mm -hmm. Had a one car garage. Had land for a backyard. It was a and it was listed for two hundred and fifty thousand dollars. So in the middle of COVID, I think we probably did it right before COVID hit. Uh, yeah. We was putting in the offer. We got the guy down to two hundred and thirty thousand. And we were up to $25,000. So my real estate mistake, <laughs> when COVID hit, you were nervous about where the market is going to turn. So you're not sure what direction we're going in. At that time, we didn't know that it would have a shortage of inventory. So what we did was we lost a lot on the deal. And at that present time there, if we finish that project, 20% of that project, let's put it as $250,000. Let's just put what the actual list price was. We'd have put $50,000 in it. That's $300,000. No, we, we could have put $50,000 in each unit each to make unit. it really nice. Like, yeah, yeah. We could have put $100,000 yeah. in it. So it could be three fifty. dollars we walking away. It's complete and whatever. And it'd probably be worth about six hundred. Six hundred. I would say we could sell it individually for three hundred dollars each. Because it was actually a, a, a custom duplex in a prime location. So what we did was we lost a dip of 5,000 and we thought that that was a smart idea is that we're not going to pay him a, a, a extra 5,000. 5, and on top of this, let me tell you how this is another mistake we have. Also, we are real estate agents as well. So we're getting 3% commission on this unit too. Yes. So we're getting about what? $6,700. Exactly. So we get $6,700 <laughs> on, on this deal. And we said firm, at the uh at the price. So we sat there for about what a month or two? Yeah, about a month or two. And then that's when the light bulb clicked, like, hmm, that actually was a great deal. Cause by a month or two, what you see is that that inventory is going down. Exactly. So then we're looking at it like, oh well, that now it's a good opportunity. So we went back, offering him 250. Yeah, we yeah, we offered him the full <laughs> So offer. we done went from two twenty five and he was at two thirty at a five thousand dollar difference. So now we're offering him twenty five thousand dollars more right. list price. And guess what he told us? He gonna do it himself. He gonna do it himself. He also realized that this market is not gonna turn, it's actually gonna go up. So the benefit of actually keeping that property was more worth more to him than is them. So we're saying that now that we're gonna pay two fifty 
put a hundred thousand dollars in renovations in it, and that's actually getting it to the top tier that we can get. Yeah, to. that's yeah. So that's like West. max. So that's see, that's how he designed it. He had a lot of custom features in the house. Yeah, very custom, high end. Uh, crown molding cabinets, uh, granite countertops. So we had to build more custom things. Yeah. So it was that's three hundred fifty thousand dollars that we would have had invested in it. Three hundred fifty thousand dollars we had invested in. We're potentially getting six hundred thousand at that current market. Now, to a year later, what we're looking at, it probably worth actually more than that right now. But what we're saying is that that was a disadvantage of 2020, is that that was one of those key mistakes that happened in 2020 that was like we lost out on a potentially getting $250,000. We could have done that project in our sleep. Yeah. Yeah, it was 30 very, days we yeah, could have turned around. 30 days Easy. we could actually turn around and actually put that project in the thing. The other disadvantage that we sell, so... Quincy was saying that he had to kind of re redo what he was doing. So you have to change your strategy on, you can't buy it from the banks. So now you have to buy properties as is from sellers who just want to get rid of those properties and don't want to put another dime in it because it's some people that have divorce cases. It's some people that actually have bought a um, divorce house yep, last month. Agree. So a divorce case, uh, they got it from someone, a will, uh, someone died, those Some, cases there. Uh, mother passed, father passed, grandfather mm -hmm. passed. They live out of town. They live in another state, mm -hmm. mortgage-free and clear. Mm -hmm. And somebody say, I'll give you a quick 100000 Who can't take $100,000 these days? Exactly. Oh, man, great. Yeah, sign yeah. me up. Agree. Another, dis another disadvantage is with, uh, for me, that I ran into with new constructions is just people not working. Courthouses, inspectors, the land projects, buying materials. So even though I build new construction as well, just the delays for getting materials because right now we have our appliances shortest, so we can't close from the bank because all the appliances have to be installed before you can close. Mm -hmm. uh, windows are at premium right now. Framing. Lumber is super high. Mm -hmm. People people ask me why this price point is increased for another $15,000 because my lumber bill went up another $10,000. Agree. Because lumber went up sky high. Shingles went up sky high. So I think another disadvantage just to, just, just to close the projects because you oh, I'm going to build more, but the inspector office might be too closed for two weeks because of COVID. So his biggest thing is that he had to change in how he actually did things. Typically when you build a house, what you do is you build it in phases. Exactly. So you purchase in phase. But with this current market, now you got to purchase a whole entire project from phase one to five one time because you don't want to start a project and actually it goes up 20% throughout that whole entire time. So what builders are doing now is that they're not even advertising when the house has started being built. They're waiting till you get to the very end to actually do those, uh, to actually put the house on the market. So let me give you some free game buyers, you know, real estate agents. You need to tell your buyers that they need to be putting contracts on houses when the roof is on. Exactly. They can't wait to sheetrock and flooring and paint. It's long gone before that. Exactly. They need to have some visual, hey, this is how big the room going to be. Sheetrock is a half inch wide. It's not going to change how big this room is. Mm -hmm. You need to go in there as soon as you see a roof on there, as soon as you can walk through it and show them some rooms and put on the contract. Because if you don't put it on the contract and the builder hasn't sell it, he's going to increase that price to get back his his prices. Mm -hmm. So you can actually get a, you have to get equity just to get in the house earlier before you close because the marketing went up. Agree. So these so pricing is going up. What do you do in that thing? Is that how can you kind of stay in that market? My biggest thing is that it's still opportunity out there. I don't care if inventory is going down. It's still going to be actually opportunity out there. So you're going to have to do a little bit more of a research. So maybe I'm going to look at um, 
someone dying, I, was like, I probably don't look at obituaries. But now maybe I need to look at obituaries yeah. on a newspaper because if that person is dying, maybe possibly they're going to actually sell uh, that person out of town versus they're in town. Um, that's actually when you come into yeah. And you look at tax sale notices on the. You look at tax sale notices. They're not. They're not going to lose it now. But if they're not paying taxes regularly, they probably don't live in the home anymore. Exactly. Usually, most of the taxes are inside people' payment. So mm-hmm. if you see a tax sign on it, you need to not wait to the tax sale. You need to try to call the seller and say, "Hey, before this go to the tax sale, are you willing to sell?" You got to think of different ways to get properties these days. Mm-hmm. Because it's a high inventory of buyers out there, and then since. Uh, I hear that no Democrats going to cut student loans for mm-hmm. people. Uh, interest rates are going to stay low. People can afford more in- income going up. It's going to get more and more rough to find uh, properties. Agree. A little bit. So, yeah, my biggest thing is, is that 2020 has taught us is that you have to be more so understand that change is going to come. Exactly. So when change comes, you have to be able to adapt. I think I personally, my mistake was my mindset was screwed up in the first month or so because I sat there and you can actually look at my numbers and see that second quarter that I actually sat and kind of watched the news, which during that time I should have been able to adapt a little bit quicker. So now going into something else, uh, I'm going to be able to understand that, hey, you have to be able to adapt quickly to what the new normal is and actually adjust around it. Because I had two months that I just sat there. So that everybody, was a disadvantage. Yeah, everybody, yeah. Everybody just actually started sitting there. So kind of making sure that you're able to look at for what is face value. Look at it from face value and actually go from there because property values have increased, what, about? Every year since the last decade. And uh, not even every year since COVID, housing prices. I remember I had one client that were going to purchase, uh, they're going to put their house on the market pre-COVID. We're at 325 they decided to put their mark their house on the market uh, around July, August, and we actually put it on the market for three sixty five, and that's all due to the house per square foot selling in the area was a lot more than it was initially. Exactly, and that's just, COVID shit just taught us that we can't be one trick ponies. You can't be. You can't be one trick ponies in real estate. You just can't say I'm just going to be a rental guy. I'm just going to be a flipper. I'm just going to be a contractor. You have to have different ways to make money. Yeah. And I and and the recent one of my recent Airbnb properties I got is before was between was COVID because people couldn't close quickly. Mm-hmm. People had a lot of issues or had once things repaired. So I had to change my mindset. Okay, you buy a uh, bank just selling the as is as well. Other people sell as is properties all the time mm-hmm. and need to close quick. So you just got to change your mindset and don't let anything stop you because money's always going to get made during the worst times. Agreed. It's hard to make money in the good times. It is. So it's, when this COVID came, you know, you should have been thinking like, how can I really make some money and get some opportunities in real estate? And there was some opportunities that we uh, did. But and yeah. it still will be opportunities in there as well. I mean, yes. I would say the 2020 advantage that we had is that we are, we have, we're a lean holder on something that we previously owned. Um, and we went from actually owning the bank to actually becoming the bank on a lean holder. Unfortunately, they had a situation that happened that now we may actually have to uh, exercise our rights into what we have the option that we have that we possibly can get the uh, property back. So we didn't want the property back, but being that we actually made sure we check all our boxes and go from being the actual uh, borrower to being the lender, then now we might have to explore different options. So 
2020 was all was not all bad. I know a lot of people lost their lives. A lot of people had to change their life, but being able to adapt to what it is and look at it for its face value is how you actually can exceed in business, especially in real estate at the present time. Yeah, yeah. A lot of a lot of people sold a lot of real estate in mm-hmm. this pandemic. It did, of, yeah. Uh, uh, 2020 <laughs> was one of our best years. Yeah, like yeah. a lot of people made, it did great business-wise in 2020. Yeah. And it is about you setting yourself up to go after your goals in 2021. And this lets you know that it's a good time to always invest in real estate or just invest in what you want to invest in. Yeah. That concludes this episode of 2020. What we learned. What we learned. My real estate mistakes. <laughs>